But I hate when I feel like this And I never hated you Neurotica is a weekly podcast going to the deepest, darkest parts of the mind and bringing them to light. Topics range on mental illness, behavior, and perception and more. Please be warned, many episodes contain trigger warnings. If you ever have thoughts of suicide, please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Neurotica. I'm Cody Ryan. I'm here with Bobby, and just Bobby, which is actually kind of surprising for us lately. We've had a good run of guests on the show, very exciting times, and then we had, you know, a big moment for us, finally, a live episode. Um, You know, tens of people came out to see us. Was it tens? It might have been ten, and then... It was a good crowd, Bobby. Let's not not split... Individual hairs here. No, we had a good time. Uh, we were at the National Liberty Museum uh, recording our first live episode. Um, the museum itself, um, I'm not going to talk trash on it for, uh, you know, obvious reasons, but weirdest place I've ever been, probably. Yeah, so I've been, obviously I've had the running gag ever since I found out where it was. Uh, that it's the National Libertarian Museum because I see the word liberty and it's either going to be about the American Revolution or it's going to be... Uh, weirdos who are obsessed with Ayn Rand. And it was neither. It wasn't even about the revolution. No, I think it skewed more towards the latter, though. Yeah, it was, well, it was just, like, general liberty. It was like, they talked about Nelson Mandela, and they talked about 9-11 a lot. I was so confused by the Arthur Ashe quote transposed over a saluting white soldier. Yeah, that one was probably not in the best taste. Um, it was... It was, like, very heavily 9-11, but, like... Someone uh, said that there's a picture of Anne Frank that there... said something about forgiving. Yeah, th- that that was a thing. It was, like, forgive like a boss. I don't... I forget exactly. It wasn't forgive that. like a boss. <laughs> forgive like a boss. I, but it was very much, like... It was about forgiveness, and I don't... Every... I don't think Anne Frank ever forgave the Nazis. She, Nor should she have. She did say that she believes there is good in all people, but I, that does seem like a stretch to say she forgave <laughs> yeah, anyone. that's completely different. <laughs> um, but I do think the museum was very jarring in many ways, considering I just felt like they had a general idea of what they wanted to do, and then they just didn't really think about executing it. They just kind of got there. I was like, well, what do you come up for liberty? And they're like, well, you know, after... We all got together at 9 11, and it's like, well, what did you come up for liberty? And somebody else was like, ah, uh, Gandhi. And like, that was like literally what that felt like I was walking Dude, around. It was in. so weird. It was like walking into like a social studies book for a fourth grader or something like that. Yeah, and it was about as dense as one. I mean, there was like, it was like two floors. I didn't even see the second floor. There was a combination of four rooms, probably. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe five. That's a shame. That's such a nice part of the city. Yeah, I, it's just it's a very gimmicky part of the city too. So that's true. But the episode itself, I thought, went really well. I thought so too. Um, Aaron is so great um, as a guest. So great. She should start a podcast. She's much better at this than we are. So yeah, she is. She offers such great perspective. She's very smart. Um, Things we, we neither of us bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely not. So hopefully we'll you know be having Aaron. On more often, and as Cody said, this is the first time that we're speaking just the two of us in a while because we had uh, not only Aaron on the live episode, we had Mitch uh, on to talk about up and moving across the country with no safety net, 
and we had James, you know, to talk about um, his dis. What I forget. Um, Cerebral palsy. This no, not that. I forget what we said was the right word for disability already. Wearing, wearing mittens. We we had James on to talk about how his life is a lot like wearing mittens. Yes, all the time, and those those are. I mean, those have been some of our best episodes. With yeah, is this a clip show? Just recently, maybe it's a clip show. <laughs> no, it's not a clip show. I do not feel like cutting together anything. I don't edit the episodes the first time around. I'm not going to do it the second time around. I was not ready to do my Mitch impression. <laughs> not ready Christ. to unveil it to the yeah, world. The clip yet. show is us just replaying <laughs> with our voices our favorite scenes from the show that we barely remember. Um, no, but the live show was a success. I feel like I got a lot of good momentum. Um, feeling great about the podcast. Everything else in my life, no. That's usually true. Yes. Actually, no. Usually, you're not feeling great about the podcast. So that is yeah, that, part, that part is different. Some things are getting better. <laughs> um, no, but things are taking another turn for the worse for me, which is at this point kind of just um, every other week. Uh, but I am officially no longer going to my primary care physician for meds, but officially going to a psychiatrist. Woo! Yay. Everyone clap. And uh, that's that's good news for me because I, I've kind of bounced around the drugs. I've talked about it on the show before. Um, I just need professional help, like somebody who's meant to, like, you know, you know, study the effects of these drugs and study a person and how that works with them. So the guy who's like, wow, you're depressed, like... All right, let me prescribe you this. All right, now do you want to look at that testicle that's been hurting you? Like that's that's actually a doctor's appointment I had in one day once. Like it's it's a weird one. Um, So for those of us on the podcast are listening who are you know just normal regular guys, can you? What is the difference between uh, a psychiatrist and a therapist? So psychiatrists actually um, do as well do talk therapy, but what they are. trained to do and legally allowed to do is prescribe drugs, which your psychologist, therapist, counselors can't do for the most part. Um, it's So it's it's a little bit more of a premium. It's a little bit harder to find a psychiatrist, especially one in your insurance. So I called multiple different places. I called Penn a couple months ago when I first uh, scheduled one. It was $250 for the initial. And the reason was because they considered it outpatient. And that really fucked me because of course, American insurance is great. If it was just an office visit with a copay, it would have been 30 bucks. But of course, they decided to bill it as outpatient, even though it's basically the same service as if I was in an office because they're a hospital. Technically, they did not want to bill it that way, and I would have gotten screwed to the tune of 220 bucks. So Christ. then I got really discouraged and gave up because my meds were working well enough. Um, and then when I got switched to Lexapro, things were fine for a bit. I've gotten progressive. It's surely a banner day on Neurotica. This is our third attempt to record. Um, after having a live show with no technical glitches, we were having a lot of technical difficulties. Um, you missed a little bit that we tried to record a second time. Basically, I was talking about Lexapro. My computer decided to restart. Um, this is funny to me and Bobby because before every single episode, my computer decides to uh, do updates. And we made a joke that as soon as we start plugging this shit in, it's go- it's gonna do that. Yeah. And then instead of waiting till we were six minutes into recording an episode, this is our third time trying to record this episode after just this run of great luck that we just talked about and how everything was looking for- up for us. Um, I think it's time to call it, man. You know, that's that's a sign from God. Yeah, the computer can tell that there's only two inputs. It knows that it's only the two of us, and it's just saying, you know, 
Fucking dump it. <laughs> dump it. Get out of it. Um, and you know, summer is almost over, so we gotta figure out what we do. Um, we're running out of time. But, um, yeah, that, that really fucking sucked. I thought we were gonna lose the six minutes of gold we recorded. Probably the best six minutes we've ever recorded on the show. Bobby, are you not gonna talk? What? <laughs> It's even weirder now. Now Bobby's <laughs> having technical difficulties. He's just staring me right in the eyes like he forgot where he was. I don't know. Technical difficulties suck. The audience doesn't give a shit about technical difficulties. Though. Could I audit it out? <laughs> yes. Audit it out. Um, anyway. So you were saying uh, before your computer decided to randomly restart for seemingly no reason. Uh, my brain randomly restarted. Um, I've yeah. been taking this Lexapro for a while. Things have not been good. Uh, started off fine. Um, there was a phase where I was just very angry on the internet, which I still angry on the internet, but was attacking a lot of people directly. Um, but then lately, been very depressed, unmotivated, foggy, and just as recently as Tuesday, I had to call out of work for. Basically, um, I knew I wasn't sick, but my body would not move. Um, not saying that like I was lazy. Like I've never felt heavier in my life. My legs were. They basically felt like um, like two tons. My upper body was just snug in bed. I knew I wasn't getting out. I had to call out, and I almost called out today. <laughs> and yeah, so, like, and it's like it's never been this bad for me. Uh, I've always kind of lived a life where, even though I'm very critical of myself and always like talk shit on myself, I still put it like a lot of work in to make sure that on paper everything looks great. Um, but now things are falling apart at my job because of, um, my inability to focus. I'm getting fatter and I'm not happy. So that would trigger to me that maybe those aren't the pills I need. Um, yeah, you might need different pills. And honestly, I know that the pills aren't all it. Like, I mean, part of it's my own discipline of like, I don't, you know, stay consistently working out or, you know, other things like that that could make things better discipline with not spending money. But the same time when you're really really depressed all the time working out um is usually something you avoid and spending money is actually the best cure there possibly is yeah i mean that's why the big meme right now is the talking to your therapist meme where they say what do we do when we feel like this and you say add the cart <laughs> add the cart yeah <laughs> which frankly i like can relate to that feeling but um yeah so i got a real psych for once and it's kind of scary i like I called this guy up, and it was actually, like, the weirdest conversation I've ever had in my life. Um, because, like, it's, like, an older dude. I can tell he's, like, in his 80s. And, like I said earlier, it's really hard to find a psychiatrist, like, that takes your insurance and doesn't charge you out the ass, so... Yeah, I've heard, um, you know, horror stories about people, um, just, like, friends from Twitter or whatever, who are trying to find a psych, and the first available appointment is four months out. Yeah, this was lucky enough it was one week out, but I literally got this, like old dude who might be losing his mind so you know i just wanted any professional to see me as soon as possible to just like get on different drugs um but i called him up he's a little kind of like mumbly hard of hearing and then at one point he asked me what i did because you know he's just trying to get like information um and he said he's kind of selective i said i was a financial analyst and he's like oh i'm just trying to digest that i, I hear mixed things about financial analysts i said so i'm sure you have too do you need a fucking character reference i don't to go to yeah like i don't like, know what that even means like i have not heard mixed reviews about financial analysts <laughs> i'm from what i could tell the most depressed one even i would have thought that financial analysts would have been more depressed but it's really just me over here i'm so confused by that it's Does not he... a stereotype 
where you're just like, yo, buddy, guess what? I'm mentally ill too. So yeah, <laughs> I hope that I hope that doesn't uh, disqualify yeah. me from talking to you as a as a psych. Yeah, but he was very nice enough to like get me in quick. His reviews are like mixed, but like honestly, he's a professional who knows what the drugs do, can prescribe them to me. I hope he doesn't fuck around with my meds to the point where I'm like get more insane, but. You know, I, I took what I could get, but it, it's been really bad lately for me just because of, frankly, like, just that inability to feel like myself and, like, focus. And, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've always dealt with depression. I've had trouble, like, getting people to understand what depression's like. That's part of the reason why this podcast exists. But I'm finally having moments where, like, I can't even explain what's going on in my own brain to people in a way that I feel like it's hitting. Like, I feel like I can talk to people again. Which this is used to be the problem I have is you talk to people a lot and feel like you're just talking to a wall and nothing comes back. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, I can't even make the analogies to explain what's going on with me because I'm just so out of it at all times. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, we talked about this kind of with James a little bit about how you need to be able to, with mental illness when it's not something that people can see, in order to make people understand even a little bit what you're going through. Like, you need to be able to talk it out a little bit and kind of describe it. Like, you need to be like, all right, so it feels like my brain is wearing mittens right now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you're at a point where you can't do that, I mean, that's not just troubling for, you know, you're making your friends be able to kind of get an idea of what you're dealing with and how they can or cannot, you know, be helpful and help you through it. It sounds like that could be a problem, you know, when you go in for the appointment on Wednesday, because if you can't describe to the psych what it is that you're feeling, how can you know, you know, what what to give you in order to make it better? Yeah, and I've always been scared shitless about that kind of stuff, even just in therapy, though, because, like, honestly, I'm messing with, like, some par- pretty serious drugs if we get to the point of, like, psychotics, if it's more like antidepressants, the biggest risk is more just, you know, thoughts of suicide, which sometimes people do act on, but, like, those are pretty easily catchable. Like, if I get on antipsychotics, that could make me, like, hallucinate because it could have, like, the exact reverse effect. I don't think I need antipsychotics, so we really don't need to have that conversation. And I really don't want to put a bad name on, um, you know, drugs like this. But, I mean, that that's kind of something I've been talking about a lot. It's always a mixed bag of, like, you have to figure out your mix. Um, and then that might change. Uh, but for me right now, like the Lexapro, it, it's not probably as dramatic as people think it is. Like if I say I'm foggy and even what I thought foggy was on drugs, people probably think you kind of go through the day just like generally like just, you know, blurry and stumbling around. It's not like that. It's like I could be doing something and then just outright forget what I'm doing lose track of time not go back to it like i guess a lot of symptoms what people would consider like add but it's a little bit different because like it's not like i'm distracted it's like i'm doing something and my slate just gets like wiped clean and maybe maybe people add do feel that way but like if this is new for me that i'm basically feel like i'm getting like rebooted in the middle of my day multiple times yeah that doesn't really sound like add in my experience so yeah, it's it, but that's the thing. It's like all this is new to me, so it's like finding someone to relate to with this stuff. It's more and like I want to make very clear, none of it's so dramatic that like 
I was needed to be admitted to some hospital like in the middle of the night. It's more of just like a lot of small things that really start to weigh on you if they're not treated. And after a while, I was like, oh, shit, this isn't me like because I've had a bad week or I have a bad attitude or eat bad. Like no matter what I did, I felt this way. And the, the last common denominator is if I'm crying on a Saturday night where everything's going well, like as a person with mental health, I have to A, see if anything's triggered me, which in the, these cases has not been any triggers, or B, this medication I was never that really sold on maybe isn't doing what I had hoped it to do. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, especially when you say that things are going well that night and there's no triggers, so then it must just be like, you know, the weight of whatever is going on in your mind and how the medication is exacerbating that or not helping it enough yeah and i i've always had like trouble getting out of bed but i've never had the experience i've had right now where it's like i can't not only can i not get out of bed and set my alarms like to one time and then still push it back like 10 20 30 minutes no matter what the day and like situation it's also like when i am asleep i used to always have nightmares but even the nightmares are vivid. Now I feel like I'm having more dreams and nightmares. But even those are foggy now too. And like I know for most people like, oh, I don't remember my dreams at all. I'm like, I remember more of my dreams now, but less concrete about what's happening in them. Okay. So like even that's just kind of like a, a haze at all times. It's, and it really fucks your head like you wake up the next day. Like I especially I don't know what it is. But if I ever wake up on like a really rainy day and I've had a nightmare there's definitely like this inclination for me to be like, is this real? Because you expect to kind of wake up into the sun. And it's like, when you kind of wake up into the rain and it's like dark and dreary, it, it kind of like disorients me even when I have like a really bad night sleeping and I don't wake up a lot, but it's, it's still very clear when I wake up that I'm like, how could I have slept very well? If this was happening all night. Interesting. So because when you're waking up, it's not what you're expecting it to be. And it's, bad you're are you thinking that's like another part of another nightmare or is it just like it's it's see the thing is it's not me being like disillusioned and think that i'm actually like you know still dreaming it's just that i don't feel completely present and awake the same way i do on a day where like the sun's shining and the sun's in my face i feel more like you know i guess it all also feels like there's no consequences for me that if i like i mean i know there's consequences but if i went back to bed like that's just as fine as an option like yeah and it it's disappointing because so basically you're saying that it feels like things are so bad that the consequences would be like you know marginal or like they wouldn't even matter that much because it's gonna it's bad either way yeah, like going to work versus not going to work obviously has very huge consequences for your career and could be very bad if you like didn't go to work and didn't text your boss. But I've had days where like I've almost just walked out at lunchtime or something like that. I hope no one from my job is listening. And But the thing is, I'm not doing that because like I hate my job. I'm like, fuck all of you. It's because like literally like my brain is just so just like I, I can't do this. I need to just be somewhere else. And then I get somewhere else like. I guess the best way to put it is I used to have this problem where I would do things like go to the gym, distract myself. And there was a lot of times when things were going bad in my life, I'd go up to the gym at work. And then when I would start to leave, I'd feel this like heavy set of emotion, like I was going to cry. And the reason was, is because when I was at the gym, 
it still felt like I was a part of a process and like real life hadn't kicked in yet. And then I stopped going to the gym. That started happening 5 p.m. every single day when I was about to leave work. Like I'd be like so anxious to get out. And then when I get out, I'd feel this overwhelming emotion. Like I need to get out of this place. But then the place I'm going as well is not the place I want to be. Okay. All right. So that so what you're basically it's like you when you're at work obviously you want to leave everyone always doesn't want to be at work for the most part unless yeah they're you know the lucky few people that love their job or whatever so it sounds to me and you can obviously correct me if i'm wrong like you need your mind to be on something and so when you get out of the structure of your workout or your work day it just hits you and you're just like, all right, so now what? Yeah, and that's what it was for a very strong portion. What I'm experiencing now is it all it's blending together. Right now it's, and I've had trouble with like looking forward anxiety where I look forward to things, but like right now it's Thursday. I have to go to work tomorrow um, and then I have off Monday and Tuesday. I am simultaneously dreading tomorrow and Wednesday. Hell yeah. Yeah, great. Um, I've already written off the weekend. Um, having a lot of anxiety about money, but that's actually my fault, just spending. But, like, even the weekend itself is just prayers that it's enough of a break to reset me, but actually already feeling like I'm in Wednesday of next week. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I I kind of feel that a little bit. Um, like, every Monday I wake up. Sure. And basically every single Monday I wake up, I think to myself... Wow, I have to do this. <laughs> I don't have for to do the this. rest of my life. Like, I have to go to work every day, every week, for you know, hopefully sixty, seventy more years. Because I mean, I'd have no confidence that people in our generation, by and large, are going to be able to retire. Um, I mean, if we even are still alive, climate change, whatever. But just like, basically, like most likely outcome. I just have to go to work every single fucking day. Yeah. And I just like see it. I can just like watch it stretch out in front of me. And I'm just like, holy yeah. fuck. That's gotten <laughs> to me too. But Bobby, I can promise you, you're not going to have to go to work every day. The listeners of Neurotica are working hard to send you back to LA. We are raising the money. Uh, we can't wait to get you back to the land that you love. I'd rather um, work every single day for the rest of my, my life God, no fucking, fucking foot in that city again. <laughs> you if anyone is listening in la your city is fucking horrible i hope that you enjoy it i hope that you are have the weird brain that likes la that likes the horrible hot weather and the fucking huge roads that are always clogged with cars i fucking hate your city and i never want to go back to it and i'd rather work a miserable desk job every day of my life than do that that's probably not true actually i just wanted to proud of yourself (laughs) you willing to stand by that one no. The work at the best <laughs> shop for every single day of the rest of your life challenge, Bobby? No. Okay, great. <laughs> I would definitely move to LA if I didn't yeah. have to fucking wake up. That's what people if I never had to, If I never had to wake up on another Monday and just watch physically in front of my eyes as my life stretches out in front of me, I would... Come on. I would, we, we go to LA. I would deal with LA. Go to LA. We make some hits. We could be for, Fortnite streamers in LA. We could be Fortnite streamers. Well, we couldn't we, be Fortnite streamers anywhere because I suck at Fortnite. We could do it in Philly, but we gotta schmooze a little bit. You gotta be with it. You gotta like play the part too. You gotta have the Hollywood Hills in the background, baby. 
We, you, we get a green screen. Look, man, Cody Ryan's all authentic. I don't know what, like, class is boring is doing on their side, but Code Ryan and Neurotica keep it real. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, my brain's breaking? My brain's um, breaking. You were saying that you were having anxiety simultaneously about tomorrow and going back to work on Wednesday and not having any positive feelings about the time off in between. Yeah, and, you know, that's happening at every moment of every day that, like, whether we're Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, um, I'm just trying to escape something that I ironically feel more comfortable in. Like, I'm actually better off at work because there's at least somewhat of a calmness there than being at home. Because my brain extrapolates work to be even worse than it is, but it's still bad at work. And it, it's like one of these things where it's like, someone who's dealt with suicidal thoughts in the past, you would think, okay, logically, Cody wants to kill himself. That is not true. I don't. I don't have any suicidal thoughts at all. They're completely disconnected things. What I have more of is existential crisis, where it's like, because I don't want to die. Like, I don't want my friends to have to deal with my death. I don't want any of that. But I don't want the life I've already lived, which just gets into, you know, you either say, okay, well, you're a fucking liar. You want to die. You want to change things. No, I don't want to exist. I just, like, I want to wipe out that part. That's where I feel right now. You want to, like, Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future just disappear from the yes. photograph. Yes. I just, I, I feel like when you get into this kind of state, like, you know... You could only do so much to appease your mind of, like, yeah, you don't want to kill yourself, but, like, you still have to live with, like, who you are and everything that's going on around you. And you look forward ahead to not just, you know, those 40 years of, uh, you know, working, but, like, if you actually want to get back in shape, here's the, you know, the food you're going to have to eat ahead. Here's the workout plan you're going to have to eat, like, you know, enact ahead. If you really want to, like, you know, be the best at this thing, this thing, this thing, get ahead at work. Like, I look at the road ahead and I'm like, I'm having trouble standing where I am. There's no way I'm getting down there. Like, it's it's to the point, it's like, why even move? Because there's no direction. Like, I'm standing in a circle and you're saying pick a direction. I'm like, it's a fucking circle. They all just <laughs> lead somewhere but nowhere. Like, it doesn't do anything for me to just walk. Like, it's an endless desert where I you say... Cody, pick a direction. Say you want to get in shape. I'm like, yeah, if I walk through the fucking desert, I'm going to get in shape, but I'm not going to be anywhere. I'll be in the fucking desert. Right. That's how I feel all times, all days right now. I feel like I'm just like here and just don't want to be. So it's sort of, you feel like everything is kind of, everything's kind of pointless. Every decision that you make, the effect won't really matter. Yeah, um, but the thing is... So there's no reason to do the things that would, you know, make your life better, what you think might make you happier with yourself, because you see a world in which you are, like, maybe in your ideal shape, and you're like, well, that's such a small part when I feel like I'm standing in this, you know, desert where nothing matters. Yeah, and I, I kind of lied. It's not every moment. It's like, I feel that most of the time. And then I do somewhat get this energy to even, you know, course correct on anything. And there's two problems with that. One, it's like even if you start to get the momentum, you could just knock yourself right back down and stop. Like I work three days in a, work out three days in a row, but like if it comes back and I just stop again, it doesn't matter. I did those three days. But there's also like this 
you know, obviously this push in the back of my head of like, let's do something dramatic. Let's shake it up. Let's fix this. And I like go down those roads. They don't lead anywhere good in my head, but there's this impulse of like, Hey man, why don't you do this thing instead? Why don't you just like actually walk out of work? What would happen? Like, is it really going to be that bad? And I'm like, yes. Cause I don't have any savings left. Cause the fucking dentist took it. Like, I got to think like I'm a fucking adult now. It's not like, Hey, what would what happen if you skip school? Like, what are they going to do? Give you attention? It's like, Hey, what would you have if you skip work? Like, the dentist is going to fucking put my stuff in a collection and my credit's going to be shitty, which apparently is, like, the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. Uh, I think what you're saying right now is that adulting is so hard on Yeah, Mondays, dude. Especially before you've had your coffee. Oh, dude, you know me. Me and my coffee. What, what do people say about me and coffee, Bobby? Why don't you say that word for word, me and coffee? Uh, usually what people say about Cody and coffee and... People put their own spin on it sometimes, but the gist is that for Cody, coffee is epic bacon. Yeah, dude. And I hate bacon, so, like, that means a lot to me. Like, everybody's got to have their epic bacon. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be bacon, but it has to be epic. It has to be epic. Yeah. So, for me... Bacon is more of, like, a state of mind. Bacon is... Bacon is not necessarily physically bacon, although bacon is epic bacon, in my opinion. Cody seems to disagree. We'll probably fist fight well, about it off pod. Bacon, well, and when someone says something is epic bacon, it's more like, this is epic, and it's also like, this thing that we all agree is wonderful and great. Like, yeah. So it's epic bacon. Yeah, but... It- and adulting is often not epic bacon. But you left out my world-famous Shazam sauce. I did. Yeah, I think my world-famous Shazam sauce is epic bacon. And I gotta say, I can eat bacon when I put the Shazam sauce on it. So technically the bacon's epic bacon. So I don't really want to put down the bacon community and get them after us. I wanted to clarify that. That there are situations where I've had epic bacon, provided that it comes with some of my Shazam sauce world-famous. Yeah, we don't want to offend the guys at Epic Mealtime. Yes, because, you know, as a podcast, you know, we could eventually pivot the video. That's true. We want to be high up on YouTube. I mean, you got to think about all the people who've gone on to have lustrous, um, integrity-filled, um, really meaning careers, and we've not been able to achieve that. So we're going to go to YouTube instead um, and just try to cash grab. Yeah, so... I mean, you you have this to look forward to. This might be, you know, some of our first uh, Patreon content once we get that figured out. So we're going to start a cooking channel. And the first thing we're going to make is nachos. But the nachos are going to be made out of bacon. And then all of the toppings, there's going to be ground beef, um, which is made out of ground beef. And then we're going to have ghost peppers uh, because everyone, you know, everyone likes eating super hot stuff that physically puts them in pain so we're gonna have um nachos made out of bacon ghost peppers ground beef and then we're gonna have more bacon on top so instead of onions and um you know salsa and stuff like that it's just gonna be more bacon wow and could we put some shazam sauce on there of course great most people would probably want it on the side just so the bacon wouldn't get soggy fair enough i mean i get that um can my girlfriend come Absolutely. Yeah, so she's sounds vegan. Like, sounds um, like she likes all that stuff, right? Yeah, so she's vegan, so we're going to have to do vegan options of this. So how about instead of nachos that are bacon? Is this Shazam sauce vegan? Oh, absolutely not. We're okay. going to have to figure that out, too. I mean... She can have water. 
Yeah. You know, or she, I guess probably fine. we'll probably only have Epic Whiskey. Yeah. Which, I mean... Ron Swanson. That's my water. Am I right? Yeah. High five. I don't really want to touch you right now. All right, fine. I told you this is a complete platonic relationship. I don't owe you anything. Dude, that's... Um, it's not Epic Bacon at all. Well, you know what? It's actually pretty fucked up. Sometimes, if you want some Shazam sauce, you're going to have to crack a few... It's got eggs into it. Yeah, that's another thing. That's, that's what... It's not. It, eggs is actually... There's actually... Is it a mix of eggs and milk? But there's no meat... Uh, maybe. Yeah, I do use, like, shrimp sauce. Um, so she couldn't have a bloody dairy either. That no, sucks. not a bloody dairy. Well, maybe an almond milk dairy. That doesn't sound good. Tell us more about your bloody dairy. Is it still dairy if it's almond milk? I, Technically? I, it's a dairy alternative, a dairy substitute. That's true. But why don't you tell everybody about your bloody dairy? All right. So, baffled me with this one. So a bloody dairy is, it's a bloody Mary, but you replace a vodka with milk. My brain literally couldn't comprehend this. I was like, oh, I would do vodka milkshakes or something, like with my own toppings and stuff, like as a hangover. No, my it's... brain was not thinking the right direction because what you said is you replaced the vodka with milk. Yeah, so it's tomato juice, you know, pepper, hot sauce, olive, crab legs, olives, crab legs. Yeah, entire cheeseburgers and slices of pizza, bacon on a skewer, more bait. Ideally, epic bacon, but I mean, you can get away with non-epic bacon. Can, can I poke a hole in your bloody dairy? If you added vodka back to it, it'd still just be a, a bloody mary. I think it would be a bloody... Bloody Terry Ru- Vodka. A, Shut the fuck up. No, it would be a bloody Russian. Ah, fuck. That exists already. A bloody Russian? Yeah, that is not... It's not whatever the fuck you are actually making. Like, it's an, an actual al- drink. An alcoholic bloody dairy. Or it's a black Russian. You can make one with uh, coffee. Yeah, so... So we're making a bloody Russian. Uh, I'll make a bloody Russian. And once we get those uh, election results back, am I right? So classic. Vladimir Putin. Yeah, dude. What about those emails? He's always... I mean, he's a pretty epic guy, actually. I would say... Like, I don't like him. I don't like what he stands for, but, like, he is pretty epic. Like, He seems like he would appreciate the Shazam sauce. Probably. Yeah, I mean... We could probably make a killing in Russia. It'd be so hot to see Vladimir Putin shirtless riding a horse, just, like, covering himself in Shazam sauce. Yeah, and I think... If we're going to do the YouTube thing anyway, there's a chance for both of these things to happen. I think we could get him on. What? Yeah. He's a good guy. I know we'll pretend like it's hockey. Yeah. Because what else they got in Russia? They got hockey. Uh, the, is the plague still there? They got those uh, churches with the big onion tops that everyone thinks is the Kremlin, but it's not. Yeah. See, um, I forget what church it is. The Willy Wonka's factory. Got it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what else is in the Moscow level of Tony Hawk's Underground. Tanks. <laughs> the Moscow level of Tony Hawk Underground. We can um, play it. We have it on GameCube. Should we just true. pause real quick and come back to this? There's what else do they Townhouses with the ramps in front of them, which is so <sighs> tight, actually. State propaganda. I think everyone has that, though. True that. True that. I don't know. Everything you said about Russia makes it sound like a utopia. Honestly, if they're going to meddle with anybody's election, bring it on. Yeah. That's how you make America great again. They probably know better than we do. Yeah. It's like a cold and passive, like, outsider's perspective. They know what we need. We know what we want. So I think we're saying that Russian interference is good? Yeah, they're like the new Germany. Like, 
not so much the Nazi shit, but like more of like the sciencey stuff. Yeah, they're, they're making like the UFOs and stuff. We're doing the Nazi shit, if anything. So that's true. So if anything, Russia is post-Nazi Germany, and we are pre-World War II Germany. Uh, wait. So America, to make America great again, we gotta be more like Russia. Yes. I don't know. Post post World War Two Germany was not awesome. It's not kinda, for a bit, but it's, it's not great in Russia either. It's cold. Berlin was also cut in half, even though it was in the eastern part of Germany. Bobby, Russia still sucks. They're just they're really smart guys. Okay. That's that's okay. post-World War II Germany. They're smart. East Germany did really well in the Winter Olympics. There you go. For decades. So, yeah. Actually, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry for questioning you. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to get on some new medication. I think it'll help me. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like I said, I've heard horror stories about trying to get an appointment with a psych. So, even though you're a little wary of this guy because he's older and seems kind of like a weird guy. I mean, it's having someone that is able to, that has a lot of knowledge about medication that is able to subscribe you so that it's not subscribe. Subscribe, like, subscribe, rate. What's the word? Prescribe. Someone that's able to prescribe you. You're already in your YouTube brain, bro. (laughs) I know. God, I'm What's gonna, up, YouTube? I'm going to be so good at it. Yeah, we're going to be the best. Having someone that is knowledgeable about the drugs and is able to prescribe you stuff, and if it's not working, is able to switch your prescription to something else, probably, I would think, pretty quickly. I think it's cool. Yeah, I mean, that that sounds great. Like, I, I, see, I see why it's hard to get one, because that seems like something that would be in very 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 high demand especially um you know now in the last 30 years or so when we're people are more aware of their own mental health issues and they are more willing to seek help because they don't think it makes them weak or um inherently bad or anything like that so i mean a a consequence of people becoming more aware and more willing to seek help is that they're you know, there's more demand, and it might be harder to find time with someone. So, well, I, I do think there's also probably, and I don't know this for sure, but probably a lag, especially that mental wellness is health, wellness, mental health and wellness um, has become such a big thing lately that, like, I mean, it always has been kind of prevalent to some degree, but it takes how long to become a doctor? Now, provided they're not going to be the same medical doctor, but I mean, I think it takes like over ten years. Yeah, to even become like a like a psychologist, I still think you need it to takes get your bachelor's degree and then go to grad school or whatever, and yeah. then do a residency. And... Yeah, like a psychiatrist, I still think it takes like I would say at least eight. I don't know for sure, but like you know, if the demand is going up, the supply is naturally on a lag. Yeah, because there's a there's a training period, and it kind of makes me think of like. How there wasn't like a lot of pharmacists and now there's too many pharmacists and then we get hired as a pharmacist. I don't think we'll ever see that with psychiatrists because, I mean, that's just like a very like niche like specialty that people need a lot. But, you so know. So is pharmacology though. 
Yeah, but I mean, they've gotten to the point where every single target apparently has like two more people than they need or some shit like that. Those guys get paid so much fucking money. I know. The people that work at like a CVS, and it's part partly because working in, you know, a store like that behind a counter like sucks as a job, but those guys get paid like over $100,000. Yeah, and then they get all the free drugs they want. Of course. That's actually, we should go back to school. Maybe that's the direction we need. Maybe we're coming out of the desert, Bobby. Yeah. We just need to become pharmacists. We're, we're going to go back to school and get our PharmDs. Yeah. And we're going to work at that um, Walgreens. It's like two blocks from my house. It'd be best friends forever. Hell yeah. Oh, this actually sounds great. I could use yeah. it. I don't need this. I'm going to cancel the psychiatrist appointment right now. We just figured out our lives. Awesome. Great. So I guess we'll just, you'll be able to take care of it yourself and... Oh, wait, no, we're going to become pharmacologists, so I think you should just still maybe keep a psych appointment. No, I just feel, like, good. Oh. I feel good about my decisions now. I just, I feel very motivated. Oh, I'm that's sure, good. I'm sure nothing will kill my motivation once I get, you know, enrolled or any anxiety from that. Yeah, this feeling will last forever. Yeah. I don't, I really don't. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right, cool. Thank you for listening to Neurotica. Uh, I I want to thank again everyone that came out to the live show. Uh, we're going to be releasing that in uh, a couple weeks um, because I'm going to be going down the shore on a normal recording time. So we will be using that episode to fill for that week. Wow, nobody wants your whole life story, Bobby. Um, but I thought uh, I've heard mo- most of the audio and it seemed like it, everyone had fun. And it seemed like it was a good episode. And again, I want to thank everyone that came out and everyone that listens to us, um, you know, makes us a part of your week or whatever, because um, doing this stuff can be challenging, you know, emotionally when you don't get traction. And the fact that people are willing to come out and support us and see us um, and listen to us means a lot to us. Yeah, and I, I certainly want to echo that. And I also want to thank even the people who couldn't make it that were still very supportive and very excited for us, maybe even shared the, the event. Um, you know, honestly, we'll admit a lot of people are there were a lot of our friends, but at least um, like two people stayed for half of it and then another couple stayed for all of it. And some people are poking their heads in and, you know, that for me just maybe wanted to, you know, keep doing this until we can fill a room with, you know, a bunch of strangers. That's good motivation. So thank you so much. I, I never thought we'd be here. I mean, that's kind of what the episode is talking about. So, um, feeling just hashtag blessed right now very hashtag blessed very hashtag epic epic bacon shazam sauce um yeah we're we're we've just been doing the like jimmy fallon hashtag hand motion at each other for the last one full minute yeah and you know honestly we have a friendship and a bond that'll last forever via walgreens 401k program yeah we'll be co-workers yeah and lovers ideally yes so yeah, that's been this week's episode. We're going to skip plugs. We've been plugging a lot to you guys lately. You know who we are. We're so happy you could be here. Thank you for listening to Nervadka. Yeah, and uh, next week, Cody will be freshly psyched up. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yay, drugs! So, Bye. even more to talk about. Bye, guys. Bye!